Today's daf is Ksubis daf Mem Zayin. And we are nine lines from the bottom of daf Mem Vav Amid Beis. Ella Mistaber. Today's daf is being learned. L'ilu Nishmas Chayim Belazar Ben Yibadol Chayim Reb Shimshin Aryeh. So today's daf, Ksubis daf Mem Zayin, is a classic daf. Not a hard daf, but many abbreviated Gemaras that are Miet HaKamos, but Reuv HaEchos, especially since we still have nine lines in Daf Mem Vav to learn, so it's certainly a classic Daf, and we will, as a Sashem, do what we do. So the Sugi began with a mission on the top of Daf Mem Vav Amidbez, which discusses different schosim that a father has in his daughter, and different schosim that a man has in his wife. The Mishnah said, Ha'av Zakai Bebitoi. The father has schusim in his daughter. Rashi says, we're talking about a daughter that's either a Ketana or a Naira. Bekidushah, the first schus he has is, he has the right to be Mekabal Kedushin on her behalf. Whether it's Kedushay Kesef, Kedushay Shtar, or Kedushay Bia. First Mishnah Mesechtis Kedushin says, or each Niknes, Bekesef Shtar, or Bia, a father could be Mekadish's daughter with either one of those three Mahalchem. Additionally, Zakai bim if a Ketana or a Naira would find a Metziah, as in Elu Metziah Shaloi, the father would be the one that would be Zoich in it. If she earns an income, the father gets the paycheck. If she makes a nether, the father has a right to be made for the nether. If a father was Mekabal Kedushin on behalf of his daughter, and now the husband wants to divorce his wife, the father could be Mekabal Viget on behalf of his daughter as well. The Mishnah said, one thing a father can't do is He doesn't have the right to eat peros so to speak, of his daughter. We'll see in the Gemara more about that. Then the Mishnah said, Nisseis, in the event that she gets married, so now she goes from having a father to having a husband. Yes, sir, all of Abal, the husband's also going to have schosim in this girl, even more so than the father. That's the Lashon of Yes, sir, all of Abal. The husband's going to have all the schosim that the father had, but in addition to that, there's going to be more schosim. What are those schosim? Number one, he gets to eat the Paris nechsem alug, the chayibim he has an obligation to support her. If she's taken into captivity, he has an, an op- responsibility, he has an obligation to redeem her. If she dies, he has to pay for all the burial expenses. Even in Anami Yisrael, if the father's gonna, or the husband is going to be paid for the kfura, there's a certain minimum. There have to be two flutes, and there has to be one woman that's wailing. But the bottom line is, this is the Mishnah that we, I guess, Chazard, that talks about the schusim that a father has in his daughter, and the additional schusim that every man has in his wife. And the first Gemara discussed the first line of the Mishnah. Of and the Gemara's understanding of that first line of the Mishnah is that not only could the father be Mekadesh's daughter, Bekesef Shtar but more than that, in the event that the father's Mekadesh, his daughter Bekesef, who gets to keep the money? The father. So the man gives his wife a diamond ring, the father gets the diamond ring. That's essentially what the Mishnah is saying. And the Gemara's question was, Rashi, How do you know that in the event that the father was Mekadesh, his daughter Bekesef, that the Allah is, that he's going to be the one to keep the Kesef Kedushin? How do you know the father has a schus mamoin in any Kesef Kedushin that his daughter 
beer, a ketana or a naira is going to receive. So the father is the baldover of this kedushin. She doesn't have the ability to be Mekadosh herself. But that doesn't necessarily mean, argues the Gemara, that he's the one that's going to be Mekadosh, the Kedushin. And the, the question then is, how do you know that he gets to keep the money? And the Gemara threw out him a car that it knocked out. And now, in these last few lines of the Gemara that we need to learn, the Gemara is going to revisit. And that was, it says in the Pasuk, the Yatzachinam in Kasim. Now that Pasuk is talking about an Amavriya. This is a Jewish girl that was sold into slavery. She's treated like an Avedivri. The female version is the Amavriya. And one of the Allahis of the Amavriya is that when she turns 12 years old, the Yatzachinam in Kasim. She goes free. Now that she goes free, she doesn't have to reimburse her master anything. And Rabbi Yehuda Darshan, that in Kasif however, Yesh that this girl, when she leaves her other and she leaves her quote-unquote master, the master doesn't get any money. But there's a similar situation, there's a comparable, where there's a girl that's leaving her Adon, where as a result of that Yitzhiya, the Adon is going to get Kesef. Where else do you find that a girl leaves an Adon? A girl leaves her father. If her father has all these chusim, so on some level, he's obviously a master. He's an Adon. And over there, when she leaves... The Adon does get Kasef. How would she leave? Oh, probably because she got married. Now she has a new Adon, her husband. And there's money. Why would there be money? Oh, Kasef Kedushin. And who gets the money? The same person that didn't get the money when the Amavriya left now does get the money when there's Kedushin. So, ain't Kasef Adon Kasef The Gemara had a little bit of a, a problem with this drasha, and now the Gemara is going to revisit it nine lines from the bottom of Daf Mem Vav and So, the Gemara says, Ela Mistabra. It's Mistabra that when the Pasik says, it means, and it means that the father is the one that gets the Kasef Kedushin. What's this far? The Chim and Rachmano, Yitzi. Because it's mistaber, like we just spoke out, that if the Pasik is saying that this Yitzhiya doesn't result in the Adon getting any money, and we're being medayik that there's a similar Yitzhiya where the Adon is going to get money, or that there's going to be money, so who's going to be the beneficiary of that money? It's probably going to be the, the Adon, which is the father. But the Gemara says, How could you even compare these two Yitzhiyas? Aren't they very, very different? Awesome. Over there, Gabi, Adon, Nafkale, Mishusay, Legamre. When the Amavriya leaves her Adon, she's completely leaving the Rishos of the Adon. She was in his Rishos, and now she's leaving Lagamri, right? The Odin, the master, has no schosim at all in the Amavriya. But over here, when there's Erisin, when the father's Makabu Kedushin on behalf of his daughter, Yitzia Da'ad, Akatiri, Mechsiri, Mesiru Lechupa, the Yitzia is not a Yitzia Lagamri because the father still does have schosim in his daughter until the chuppah happens. Meaning, Erisin is only a partial Yitzhiya, but it's not a complete Yitzhiya. So the Gemara says that, no, you could still make the Joshua because even though it's true, Erisin is not a complete Yitzhiya, but as it relates to Afaris Nadarim, it is. The time we learned in the Mishnah, Naira Murasa, that a Naira Murasa, the Allah is, the father loses his ability to be made for Nadarim by himself. He has to do it B'Shutfis now together with the husband, as opposed to a girl that's not an Arusa. The father could be made for the Nadarim by himself. So being that there is a Yitzhiya, meaning Ordinarily, Nesuin is the Yitzhiya, not the Erisin, but being that on some level the Erisin is a Yitzhiya, so therefore this is going to work. The bottom line is what's the Makar that the father can be Makabal 
Kedushe Kesef on behalf of his daughter, and that the father keeps the Kesef Kedushin, that's learned out from the Pasuk, V'yatzachinam and Kasef. Now the Mishnah said that the father Zoycha Bebita Bekedushe, Bekesef Shtar Bebia. So we have the Makar, the Kesef Shtar Bebia Bekedushe. And how do you know Shtar Bebia? On Makar, it says in the Pasuk, V'hoyselish Acher, Iskish Havayas Ladadi. This is a very important Hakish. It's something that comes up a lot in Seder Nashim. And really, the Makar to the Hakish is, the Pasuk says, V'yatzami Beisai V'holcha V'hoyselish Acher. Yatsumi Beisai means she was divorced, Vaholcha she went, Vaisalashacha she married another man. Now that Vahoisa married can mean either Bekasaf or Bashtar Babi. And the Torah used one word to describe all three Oifanim of Kedushin. To teach me that Iskush Havayas Ladadi. All the different ways to accomplish a Vahoisa are Hukish Ladadi. And therefore we learn if there's a halacha we know related to Kesef, it's true for Shtar Abiyah. If we know it's for Shtar, it's true for Kesef Abiyah. If we know it for Bia, it's true for Kesef Shtar. Iskish Havayas Ladadi. So once we know that the father is Makabal the Kedushin on behalf of his daughter, Bekasaf, so too as it relates to Shtar Ubiya, the same is going to be true. Zok the Gemara Vaita. So we're going Vaita as if there's nothing to talk about. It is what it is. Zakai bin The father is Zoicha in the Mitzi of his daughter. So if his daughter finds something on the side of the road, the father is the one that gets the Schuss in it. What's the reason? Zok the Gemara. Two words. Mishum Eva. The reason is because we're afraid that in the event the girl's going to be able to keep the Mitzi for herself, it's going to create Eva. It's going to create a very uncomfortable feeling between the father and the daughter. And that's not something that we want as a result to prevent awkwardness, we say that if she finds a Metziah, the father is going to be the one that's going to be able to keep it. Now, why do we think this is going to result in Ava? And let's say there is Ava. We're worried about the family politics. Like, what exactly are we worried about? So Rashi says that a father is not obligated to support his daughter. But usually fathers do support their daughters. There's a concern then that if the father sees that his daughter all of a sudden just fell into some Aveda, Paris Mefuzarin, I don't know, whatever she found on the side of the road, so the fathers are going to say, aha, oh, so you don't need me, Beseda, no problem, I'm not supporting you. And it seemed like this relationship was very, very fickle. And Chazal were always very concerned that any little thing could maybe blow it up. Now, if he's obligated, he's obligated, so we're not so worried. But because he's not obligated, so therefore Chazal were a little more worried than they usually were. So they said, you know, we we'll just make him happy. You find him at Tzia, no problem. You want to take it, you can take it, gesund hate. And as a result, there won't be Eva. So that we don't have to be worried that maybe the father is going to stop supporting his daughter. The Maisia, the father Zoicha, and the Maisia Naim of his daughter. So if a man has a daughter, she's a Ktana, she's a Naira, she's earning a living, she's an executive, a Chvesa. The Allah is that any money that she pulls in, the father gets to keep. You know, how do you know that? How do you know that any income that a daughter earns belongs to her father? This is the Pasuk that says that the father has a right to sell his daughter, that's a Ktana. So one of the Chedushim in the is that a father who has a daughter, she's a ketana, he could sell her. Now the lashon of the pasuk is v'chiyim kar ish es bitoi le'ama. So there seems to be some juxtaposition between the bas and the ama. Ma ama ma'isiyadayim Just like an ama who keeps her ma'isiyadayim, her master av bas ma'isiyadayim. So to a daughter who keeps her ma'isiyadayim, her master avia, her father. So it's based on the hekish between bita and ama. We learned that just like ama, the ma'isiyadayim goes to the rabba. So too bita is the same way. Zok the gemara of inma. Maybe hanimili ketana the matzim asman law. If the makar. 
that Maisia de Olavia is a bitayla ama, so lechura, you would argue that it has to be a bas that's of the age that she could be an ama. When is it true v'chiyim karish has bitayla ama? When she's a ktana. Oh, so if this is the makar, so I know then maybe that a ktana, the matzi mazbila, who is the bitay of this pasik over there, the father, is going to be zaycha, just like the ama, so to the bas. Avul nairid loy matzi mazbila, but an ayur the father can sell him, Maisia de Olavia, she should give him Maisia de So the Gemara says, Mestabra dovia hava. No, it's Mestabra, meaning, I hear what you're saying. But it's Mestabra that even a Ktana, or even a Naira, the Maisia de belongs to the father. What is so good? Because if you're going to tell me that the father is not Zoychen or Maisia Dayim, here comes. And a classic Gemara, the father has the ability to be Makadish's daughter, but not just to be Makabal Kedushin, but to actually have her stand under the Chuppah with a Suda and a party, etc. Has he ever right to do that? He's being Mavatal, her Maisiadayim. Gemara's timing in Svara. If a woman keeps her Maisiyadayim. So how could a father call his daughter over, sit her down and say, I have some news for you, you should know, you're getting married. I was Makabal Kedushan on your behalf. There's a chasino, it's this and this date, you should stop preparing. She can say, I mean, I hear you, Dad, that's very kind of you, but at the same time, I have a job. I need to earn a living. I'm busy that day. Yet, the father could force it. You know what that must be? Because he probably owns her Maisiadayim. And being that he's a Bailam anyways, what do you mean you're working? I keep your paycheck. Let me deal with that. So from the fact that the father can force her to stand under the chuppah and force her to show up at her wedding, that's a raya that the father must own the Maisiadayim. Why? Because if not, how could he do it? So the Gemara says, that if it sounds familiar, it's because we had this in the beginning of the Masech, that pays on the base. But the Gemara says, Yes, it's not such a raya. Maybe it's true. The father is not the one that's the You're asking Akasha, how could the father force his daughter to stand under the chuppah? He's going to have to reimburse her for whatever wages she was supposed to make that day. So she's going to get married. There'll be a chasin or a sheva brachis. So whatever he's going to have to make her whole for, he'll have to make her whole for. But who said not? Maybe one of the expenses the father's going to incur in this simch is going to be is he has to make sure he makes his daughter whole. For any time that she's losing, but there's no right that he's a bailam on it. You know what I mean? Alternatively, the masa b'layla. Maybe the chasin is going to be at night. The assumption is that people don't work at night. And being that people don't work at night, at night. You're not being mevatler from any ma'isiyadayim. Inami, the masala b'shabas is v'yom toivim. Maybe we'll make the chasin on Shabbos and Yontif. And if we make the chasin on Shabbos v'yontif, so that's going to be the eight. So on Shabbos v'yontif, you can't work anyways. But the Gemara says, I hear, that's not a good time. Okay, so it's hajr kushul What's the kasha? Av zakai bebitoy. Which means ketana en nairo b'maisiyo How do you know that? The Gemara thought the Makars of Chiyim Kirish is but that pass is talking about a ketana. So all you see is a ketana, you don't see a nairo. In Svara, the Gemara has three reasons why there's no Svara. El ketana lo itzricha the Gemara says. You have to say that the Makar is the original Makar. The Chiyim Kirish has What's the Kasha? That Pasuk maybe is talking about Ketana. You don't need a Pasuk for Ketana. Why? Another classic. Because Hashta Zavuni Mazbila Maisa Yodel Mibaya. If the father can sell his daughter, do I need a reboot to tell me that he's Oich in the Maisa He could sell her. So obviously he owns the Maisa If he didn't own the Maisa how would he be able to sell her? El Kiyitz Derech Must be then the reboot 
him the pasig is the naira is coming to teach me and I. So it's true. The pshutay shal mikra the bitay of the pasig is talking about a ktana. But the gemara says ktana like tzricha kra doesn't need a pasig. Why not? Because that you know in svara if there's a pasig, obviously the pasig must be talking about a naira. One ha'ara that we're not going to talk about today, maybe tomorrow. Something we've spoken about in the past is that the gemara thought that maybe the makar that a father could be makadish or the fact the makar that a father owns the ma'isi adayim even of the naira is the fact that he can force her to stand under the chub. How could you force her? She earns a living. You're taking away that money that she could have earned. And the Gemara said, three terutsa. Maybe Hitaka has to make her whole for any money she's going to lose. Chasen will be at night. She probably doesn't work at night anyways. Or the muscle of a Shabbos is for Yom Tov. a very, very famous kasha. The muscle of a Shabbos is for Yom Let's put Shabbos aside. That's a little trickier. Oh, beyond if she's going to get married on Yontif. Everyone knows that Allah. You don't get married on Yontif. It's a sugi in the first parak of Sechtes Ma'ikon. It's based on the rule of Ein Ma'arv and Simcha V'Simcha, which Tosfos says is Pashtus Adin Dei Raisa V'Samachta V'Chagecha V'Loi B'Shtecha. The Yishami brings a different makar, but the point is, is everyone knows the Allah of Ein Ma'arv and Simcha V'Simcha. So if there's a rule of Ein Ma'arv and Simcha V'Simcha, Frey Tosfos, then how could the Gemara say the Masal of a Shabbos for Yom Toivim? What happened to Ein Ma'arv and Simcha V'Simcha? So the Kasha itself, you can see where it leads to a lot of raid, but the real raid in Taisus is not from the Kasha, it's from the Teretz. Taisus has two Teretz, and the first Teretz Taisus says is that when the Gemara said Shabbos and Yontif, it didn't mean Shabbos and Yontif, it meant Taisus, Shabbos, and Taisus, Yontif. That's what the Gemara meant. The Gemara meant that not it'll be Mikil Setachasana for Shabbos and Yontif, you can't. But he'll do it during this man of Tois Shabbos Tois Yontif. Let's focus on the Yontif part. So the Chasin is going to be during this man of Tois Yontif. How does that make anything better? If it's Tois Yontif, then it's Vaita Yontif. Zok Tois That this, that is a concept of a Tois Yontif, and Tois Shabbos for that matter, it's only as it relates to Issa Malach. You can't do Malach during this man of Tois Shabbos and Tois Yontif. But as it relates to the mitzvah of Simchas Yontif, which is the source to the Samachta Bechagach, that's not a problem during this man of Tois Shabbos. That's not something that's gay during this man of Tois Yontif. In other words, Tois is saying a Chiddish Atzum as it relates to the halachas of Tois Shabbos and Tois Yontif. Usually, when you think of Tois Shabbos and Tois Yontif, and again, hopefully we'll get back to this and We'll talk about this more b'harchava. This is the abridged version. But usually when you think of Taisa Shabbos and Taisa Yantif, you think of it as being an extension of Shabbos and Yantif. So anything you have to do on Shabbos and Yantif, you have to do during Taisa Shabbos, Taisa Yantif. Anything you can't do during Taisa Shabbos and Taisa Yantif, on Shabbos and Yantif, you can't do it during Taisa Shabbos, Taisa Yantif either. So that's not true. Taisa Shabbos, Taisa Yantif is a hamshach of Shabbos and Yantif, but only with regards to certain halachas. Isser melacha ben osim chaziyantif. So being that this is an Isser melacha zaktoisvis, so it's for that reason, it's a good terror, it's what the Gemara said. The Masal of Shabbos v'yom toivim. I, aren't you being mevatalur from melacha? No, you're not. Why not? Because it's Shabbos and Yantif. It's toys for Shabbos, toys for she can't do Malacha anyways. Ah, if it's Shabbos and Yontif, isn't there an Issa to get married? Because, a Marv Simcha Simcha. No, that would only be true if there was a mitzvah of Simcha Yantif. There is no mitzvah of Simcha Yantif. So toys Shabbos, toys Yantif is not Shabbos and Yontif Legamri. It's only been a gay Issa Malacha. That's what Taisva says. And we'll leave it for now. So, continuing in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that a father, Zoycha, and his daughter, also, Bahafaras Nidore. Mar said, No, how do you know he's Zoycha, Bahafaras Nidorem? The Pasik says, Binurel, Be'Savir. Rashi speaks out that even though it's Mufurish in the Torah, that a father can be made for the Nidorem of his daughter. I need a Drosha, Binurel, Be'Savir. It's all Parsha. It's the beginning of Parsha's Matlis. It's. It's the Kriyas HaTayr up until Shani. Everybody knows that. So why do I need a, a, a Jerusha? That's certainly what it sounds like. It sounds like we're picking on three words. So Rashi says, yeah, it's true that you see in the Pasuk that 
a father can be made for the Nadarma of his daughter, but maybe only Iktana. You don't know Naira. Binure, Beisavir, Binure, as we lost a Naira, so you know it's true even for a Naira. Makabal is Gito. The Mishnah also said that a father, Zoichin, his daughter, to be Makabal, her Gitin. How do you know that? Tchsev, Yotso, Vehoisa, Iskish, Yitzia, Lehavaya. Because if the father could be Makabal Kedushin on behalf of his daughter, so too he could be Makabal Gerishin as well. And the reason is because of the same Pasuk we mentioned earlier. This is one Pasuk that talks about marriage and divorce. First divorce. Then Vahoisa, marriage. Right, Mesach is getting this before Kedushin. It's Vyatsa and then it's Vahoisa. And we learn from there that there's a hekish between Vyatsa and Vahoisa. Iskish Yitzia Lehavaya. How so? Just like the father can be Makabal the Kedushin, the Havaya, so he can be Makabal the Get, he can be Makabal the Yitzia. So we have the two classic hekishes that permeate, say the Noshin, right here in the same daf. We began with Vahoisa. Which is iskish havayis ladadi. Once we know that the father be makabel kesef kedushin, yisoichin the kesef kedushin. The same is true for shtarim bia. And then we have the yotzav ahoisa iskish yitzia lavaya. And really, it's all from the same pasuk. The yotzav mi beisoy vaholcha vahoisa lejachar. From the fact that you have yitzia and avaya in the same pasuk, iskish havaya liyitzia. And from the fact that vahoisa, which is koyul, all three mechanisms of marriage, kesef shtarim bia, they were all put in one word. So from there we have iskish havayis laadadi, and then finally the Mishnah said the father is not zoicha in any peres bechayah. So Rashi said in the Mishnah, what does it mean? If a girl would somehow have the equivalent thereof of nechsamalok. So nechsamalok is when a married woman brings some asset into her marriage. The halach is, it could be either deemed, not for today, as nechsamilog, or as nechsaytzayim barzal. In the event that it's nechsamilog, so the way we look at it in Lundus is that she owns it. However, he has schosim in it. What's a schosim? Any income that it generates. If it's a field, any payroll, if it's a property, any income, whatever it is. But any income, any payroll, quote unquote, that are generated by this asset, even though she owns the underlying asset, but the income is going to belong to the husband. Says the Mishnah, if you would have the equivalent thereof with a father and a daughter, it wouldn't be the same. There the father would not be Zoycha in the Paris Nachsimaluk. So Rashi and the Mishnah said, what's the case? The case is where a girl yarshin her mother. Girl yarshin her mother. So this girl's mother died. She was the Yairish, and now she's sitting on the Chasim. That really belonged to her, not to her father. So the question is, does the father have schus peiros in this quote-unquote nechsei melug or not? The Mishnah said a husband does, but the father does not. Talk to Gemara that even though in the Mishnah it's a stam Mishnah that the father has no schus in nechsei melug of his daughter. However, really it's a machlik. The father doesn't get to eat any of the peiros during the lifetime of his daughter. Rabbi you said no. The father does get. What's the machlik? holds the husband that the husband should get peiros We'll see more about this in Why Because Chazal were afraid that if you're not going to give the husband the peiros in the event that this woman was ever taken into captivity, he's not going to want to. Redeemer. So we'll see that the Gemara held that the Paris Nechsamalug was somehow related to the idea that we want that if a married woman is a Shvuya, she's taken into captivity, that the husband should feel that he wants the Redeemer. And the way that Chazal felt that they can make that happen is by saying that in the event that she has Paris Nechsamalug, he'll keep it. 
by giving him the Paris Nachsamalog, now we have the confidence that we need that if she's ever taken into captivity, he is going to feel that he wants to redeem her. Elo of, says the Gemara, Ma'yikilomema. But being that's the reason that the husband Zoich and the Paris Nachsamalog, Chazal felt that we don't need to implement this, we don't have to put this in place with regards to the father. Why? Because what are you worried about? The Nimdavaloy Parik? You honestly think that uh, a father is daughter is going to be taken into captivity, he's not going to redeem her. He's going to redeem her. And because regardless he's going to redeem her, this is not something we have to worry about. In other words, as it relates to a husband, maybe he will redeem her, maybe he won't redeem her. So they felt by saying that you get the Paris Nach Samaluk, and we'll see more about this on Ahmed Beis, we have the confidence he's going to do it. But as it relates to a father and a daughter, the father is anyways going to redeem her. This is not something you have to worry about. So the Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yisrael, why Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi say, give the father the Paris Nachsam Log. If the whole Indian of Paris Nachsam Log is Tachas Perkainu, which is not as far when it comes to a father and a daughter, so why does Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi argue? The Gemara says, Sabah, he holds of Nami Mimim of Eloi Parak. Now, could be a father is not going to redeem his daughter. Sabah, he's going to make the following Cheshben. As painful to listen to as this may seem, but it's possible. He's going to say, one second, my daughter is, has Nachsam Log. She's generating income. No kisa nakita ilava. She has money. Tezel tifrik nafsha. Let her figure it out by herself. Let Bezdin go. Take her money and uh, let them redeem her. And if we're short a few dollars, which I tell you, so I'm sorry, it, it didn't work out that way. That's where Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda held. Chum said, "Avad, the father's never going to make such a cheshbon, and therefore you don't have to start thinking psychologically. Let's give him the bearers nachsamalug, because in the event that this happens, we may have to worry about it. either way." So the Mishnah began discussing the schusim that a father has in his daughter. What's the makar? That's how you know the father has a schos to be Makadish's his daughter with Kesef and that even keeps the money. How do you know Shtar and Beer? We have no Makar to that. But it says, One word, that means Kesef Shtar and Beer. And if the father is able to be Makadish's his daughter with Kesef, the same is going to be true for Shtar and Beer. Why is the father Zoich in the Metziah of his daughter? That's the Durabon in the Gideon. Mishum Eifa. Based on Eva, being that he doesn't have to support her, if you're going to say that he doesn't get her mitzvah, he may just say, you know what, I'm not supporting. What's the makar that a father zoicha in the maise yodayim of his daughter? So the Gemara said like this, that's posh. If he could sell her, obviously he's zoicha in the maise yodayim. What about Naira? That's one time from a Pasik. It says, V'chiyim karish ezbitoi lo'oma, ma'oma, ma'isi yodel l'rabba, afbas, ma'isi yodel lo'avir. U'bafaras nedareh. How do you know a father could be made for the nedarim of his daughter? A ketana and a Naira. It's a ketana. Again, Leitzrich HaKarash, he says. That's the parish of Afaras nedarim. It's mufurish. What about Naira? Binurel be'isavir. That's how you know Naira as well. U'mekabal eskita. How do you know a father could be mekabal esket? We know he could be mekadish his daughter. How do you know he could be mekabal get on behalf of his daughter? Oh, here's the next hakish. And just like the father can be Makabal Kedushin, so too he can be Makabal Gerishin as well. And finally, the father does not have the equivalent thereof of Peres Nachsam. Look, it's really Machloikis, Rabbi Yisrael, and the Chachamim. And in short, the sheet of the Chachamim is that the whole Peres Nachsam that Chazal gave the husband is Tachas Pirkoino. And that's not something that's really as far as it relates to a father and a daughter. And for that reason, the father does not get the Peres Nachsam Next Gemara, and this next Gemara is the last Gemara we'll learn this morning, and it's going to launch right into the raid bite. So, an important Gemara, because it's an important Gemara, but also it's going to be the, the background and the foundation of today's raid. So, the Gemara. And he says, Yes, Shehu Oichel, 
V'chulu. Tanur Rabban. A b'raisa related to the sugya that we're discussing. Kasavla, peyrois, ksus, v'kenu. What happens if there's a chasana? Man's getting married to a girl. The girl's father gave a nudunya. He gave a nadin to the marriage to his daughter and to her husband that she's getting married to. And it was written down in paper. There was a tnoyim that was written. And it says that the shver, the father of the girl, is giving peyrois, he's giving ksos, clothing, kalim, all these different types of kalim. She's going to bring from her father's house into her husband's house. Mesos, as the Gemara, a b'raisa, in the event that she dies, the husband is not going to be zaycha in all these things. Meaning, in the event that she dies, the husband doesn't get the nudunya. In the name of Rav Nassin, it was said, that no, the husband is going to get all these things that she brought into her marriage. Now, there's a major Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam had to learn Pasha Pshat in this Gemara. First we'll learn Rashi's Pshat, and then when we finish the daf, we'll speak out Rabbeinu Tam's Pshat. Rashi says that this Bryce is discussing a woman that got married, but all there was was Arison. There was no Nesuin. And because all there was was Arison and there was no Nesuin, the Tanon debated whether an Arusa that dies, does the husband keep the Nadunya or does he not keep the Nadunya? In other words, if there was Nesuin Zakrashi, of course he's going to keep the Nadunya. The Shver gave it. Unfortunately, his daughter died. What are you going to do? But at the same time, Avada, the Nadunya is something that belongs to him. Once the Shver gave it, the Shver gave it. The Shailan Argemara and the Machlekes Rav Nasser and the Chachamim is what happens if all there was was Arison. So the Chachamim say, the Tanakhama, this Braisa, Loizach, Abal, Bedvar, Malalu. If all there was was Arison, the Oris doesn't get the Nadunya. Yeshum Rav Nasser, Amru, Zach, Abal, Bedvar, Malalu. Even though all there was was Arison, still he's going to get it. Zach, the Gemara, Leimu. It would appear at first glance, very gishmak to say, that this machloikis and this b'raisa is the same as another machloikis and a different b'raisa. The machloikis between Ramos and the Chachamim is a machloikis Rabbi Lozim and Azayim the Chacham. The time we to the Mishnah, Nisar Melo, Nisgarsha. If there was a woman that was Nisar Melo or Nisgarsha, she became an Almano or she became a Grusha, it doesn't matter if there was Nisun or there was Eris. That Allah is a woman whose marriage is terminated, she gets the collector ksuba. And she gets everything, meaning the ikr ksuba, if she was a psula, the Messiah, if she was an almana, almana, plus any toysfes ksuba, any tank ksuba, any additional monies that was incorporated into this ksuba, the halach is she's going to collect. It doesn't matter if she was in Armelo or Nizgarsha, and it doesn't matter, this is the more important part, whether it was Nisuin or whether it was only Arison. Rabbi Lozben Azariah says, it depends. If there was Nisuin, she gets everything. But if all there was was Arison, it's true, and Arusa has Ksuba, and she's going to collect. But but she's not going to get the full Ksuba. All she's going to get is the base Ksuba. Because there's an Umdana, says Rabbi Lozben Azariah, that a man that gives a ksuba with all the toys for ksuba he only had in mind to give it in the event that this marriage was going to be completed but to the extent that this marriage was not going to be completed there wasn't going to be a nesuin with, with a chuppah with a bia so then he never intended to actually give all this ksuba in other words we have a machlekes Rabbi Lozim and Azari the Chachamim if a woman becomes an almana or a grusha mino erison, does she get the full ksuba or does she not get the full ksuba? The Chachamim said, yeah. Rabbi Loz ben Azariah said, no. That said, the Tanakam and the Braiso, that said that the husband doesn't get the nudunya 
if she died during Erisin, it's Kirabalaz of Azariah. Hell, like Kirabalaz of Azariah. That so too, if he would die in Erisin, she wouldn't get the entire Ksuba. Because being that all there was was Erisin, so all the Tanai Ksuba, all the additional payments were not meant to go into effect. So she brought in a dunya, and he was Mechai of Tanai Ksuba. These things only go into effect if there was Nisu and not if there was an Erisin. So it goes both ways. Sai, he's not going to get the Nadunya if all there was was Erisin. And Sai, she's not going to get all the Tanai Ksuba and the Taisis Ksuba if all there was was Erisin. And the man that says Zacha is Kirabonan and Rab Nason that said in the price so that the husband is going to be Zacha in the Nadunya. He held like the Rabbanan that said that even if he dies, Mino Erisin, still she's going to get the Ksuba. You see that even in Erisin you get the Ksuba. So the Mars is Kishmak. Lema Bepluk, the Dani Tanoi. It's Mestabah that this Machloikis, Rab Nason, the Chachavim, is Mamish the Machloikis. Everybody holds like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Then the Samuel and the Skarshim and the Erisin. All you get is the base Ksuba, but you don't get all the Taisefes Ksuba. So your man, I'm a Loizach. The man that says Loizach. The man that says that the husband doesn't get the Nedunya in the Erisin. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. He like Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. It's Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. You see, Erisin is not enough to put all these additional payments into effect. It's because even though Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah said true that a woman doesn't get the full Ksuba Minairis and that's only because it's payments that's coming from him to her because like we said there's an Umdana that when he was Mechaev himself when he obligated himself he only meant if there was going to be Nesun but from her to him I feel Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah even Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah is going to be Moedid that he gets everything because the assumption is is that when the Shver gave all this money to his son-in-law because he was so excited to have such an Adam he's so excited to do the Shidduch so he went ahead and he was Mechaev himself and the Mechaev wasn't because this is going to be a Nesuin no he's just excited because of the Shidduch that he did there was a Lechaim there was a Vart there was an Eris and unfortunately there was no Nesuin but in terms of the Umdana you don't have that same level of Umdana the man it's clear it is an Umdana the Muchach even though he didn't speak it out but this is an umdun of the muchach that that's for sure what he meant. He meant amanasla koinsa. But as it relates to the other way around, you don't have that umdun of the muchach. And because you don't have the umdun of the muchach over there, there was a machloikis, and not everybody agreed that just because all there was was erisin, that the husband is not going to keep the nadun. But as we mentioned, this is Rashi's pshat in this gemara. So the way Rashi learns the gemara, the gemara is discussing a husband and a wife. We are, the woman brought a nudunya into the marriage. All there was was Erisin, and she died. And there was Machlaikis, Ramnasan, and the Chachamim, whether or not the husband gets to keep the nudunya, or he does not get to keep the nudunya. What's the tzad that he should keep it? Shver gave it to him. What's the tzad that he should not keep it? Because all there was was Erisin. And maybe there's a svara that when he gave it, he gave it, Adaita Dahachi, that there was actually going to be an Nesun. The Gemara was toilet in the Machlikis, Rabbi Lazar, and Azariah, and the Chachamim, and the Gemara said it's not Mokach. Rabbeinu Tam, however, argued with Rashi. And Rabbeinu Tam had many, many kashas on Rashi. The main kasha that he had on Rashi was, is that our sugya is discussing schusim that a father has in his daughter, and schusim that a husband has in his wife. And it really comes from the Mishnah. And then the Mishnah said, that the husband has even more schosim than the father has. But the Lord of the Mishnah said, Rabbi Nutan was nisseis. 
When there's Nesuin, then the husbands can end up with more schosim than even the father had in his daughter. But it sounds like this is a sugi of Nesuin. We're not discussing a sugi of what the husband that's an Oris has in his wife. It's more what a, a man that had Nesuin has in his wife. And if that's the case, Rabbi was Tom said the way Rashi learned the Gemara, that the Gemara is discussing an Arusa and whether the Nedunya goes into effect when all there was was Arisin, had it come into Ksubis Memzayin? There's other places in, in Mesachtis Ksubis where we should be having this discussion. Why are we having it right here? The Mishnah talks about schusim that a husband has in his wife. True. Or in when there was Nisuin yesterday, all of Abel. We're not talking about Arison. We're talking about there was Nisuin. So because of this Kasha and others, Rabbeinu Tam was chaluk with Rashi, and Rabbeinu Tam, it's here on the bottom of Ksubis Memzayin Amad Aleph, said, Lokach Nir Rabbeinu Tam. Seven lines from the bottom. The Hach Bryce of the Nesuin Mayri. That really the Bryce is not talking about when there was merely Arison. It's talking about there was Nesuin. Let's read it inside. The time of the Lezach of the Tanakamo. And the reasoning, according to the Tanakamo, the husband's not so either was Nesuin. Mishum da Nansahadi. Because we have an Anansahadi. The Ein Dasa of Lite Nedun Yuzu. El Al Manasha Tahani Pitamimena. Kimoyabal. That when the man, the Shver, gave the Nedunya, to his Aiden, he was giving it to his Aiden, but only if he was going to be married to his daughter, if they're going to be living together. But to the extent that the marriage is going to be terminated never because she died, so in that instance, he never meant to give the Nadunya. See, even if there's Nesuin, from Nassim, Leslie Umdana, from Nassim doesn't hold it as Umdana, for Zachabal, he holds the husband's Zaycha. So what's the Tzushal now, according to Rabbi and Azayin, in the Chachan, according to Rashi, the Tzushal is very good. We're discussing Irisin. Yes. Taisus Ksuba, no Taisus Ksuba, yeah, Nadunya, not Nadunya, it's very much my Indian, Indian, by Indian. According to Rabbeinu Tam, this whole Machlaikis is talking about what there was in Suin. So why would Shalin Suin Machlaikis, it wasn't Ben Nazari and the Chachamim, whether a, 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 an Alman or a Grusham and an Erisin gets Taisus Ksuba, says Tais, Rabbeinu Tam, the Kamra, Lame, the Pluk, Rabbeinu Lazar, Rabbeinu Kamifliki. This is what the Gemara meant. The Mandam, Aloy Zachak, Rabbeinu Lazar, the Mandam, that said, Aloy Zachak, Rabbeinu Lazar, the Afal Gavzak, Rabbeinu Tam, the Ahud, Rabbeinu Lazar, Rabbeinu Erisin, Rabbeinu Lazar, Rabbeinu in the Gemara was talking about Erisin. And here we're talking about Nesuah. We come back in the Damalu. Still, the Gemara compares the two things. Kihechi the Azal Rabbi Lazar Basal Umdeno, because the Gemara holds that just like Rabbi Lazar and Azayu holds of an Umdeno, like Kasevel Al Manasla Kainza, albeit that Umdeno. Hachanami Azal Basal Umdeno. Here too, he holds of a different Umdeno, like Kasevel Al Manasha Tahanabita. It's not the same Umdeno, but the Gemara just means to shteltsu loosely what Rabbi Lazar and Azayu held, and that is he. When it comes to Ksuba, we work with Umdinas. So let's work with Umdinas here too. That's not the same Umdina. That's an Umdina where there was Eris and there was no Nesuin. And the Umdinas Amanas Lekoinsa. Here there was already Nesuin. The Umdinas Amanas Shetahana Bitai. But the point is, it's Me'inyan Le'inyan very much, but it's Inyan in the sense that there's Umdina. And then Rabbi Tam goes on to continue and to explain what the Gemara's Dichli was. And he works through the whole Sugya based on his Pshat. Turning to Amid Beis, says Taisvis Vaiter, about eight lines from the top. This pshat the Rabbeinu Tam said in this Gemara, it wasn't just a pshat. He passed in this way. It wasn't just in the Chetusha Rabbeinu Tam al-Ashaz. It was in Chuvis Rabbeinu Tam as well. This was something that he actually passed in. Whose wife had died. And the father of the Kala was still holding on to the Nadunya. And Rabbeinu Tam passed in that the husband can't collect based on this sugya. So Rabbeinu Tam had a different pshat in the Gemara than Rashi. His pshat was that according to the Chachamim, that loy zocha haba, we pass like the Chal. It's true, even if there was Nesuin, and therefore Rabbeinu Tam passed in the Lachalamaisa, 
there was a, a chassan whose kala died, the shver still had the money, and Rebbeinu Tapa said, you can't take the money from the shver. Why? Because there's an umdana that he only meant amalashatana bitai, and therefore you can't take it. Now it's very, very clear from Lushoyna Yazov, so Rabbeinu Tam, that Rabbeinu Tam paskined halach in a case where the shver was still holding on to the money. And it would seem then, if the Adam already had the money, the money was transferred into his account, at that point it's his, and the shver wouldn't be able to take it back from him. And that is true. That is Rabbeinu Tam's understanding of the sugya. And the diuk is a very richter diuk. So that Rabbeinu Tam sheet in the Gemara is and was halacha l'maisa that if there was a, a shver who gave his daughter on a dunya, she brought it into the marriage, she dies, the halacha is that any money that the shver is still muchzik in, he's going to keep. And the edim is not going to be, ah, he wrote it. It's written down. And these are dvarim aniknim ba'amira, right? We'll give a little more about the sugis of Tanayim and it, it's his. It doesn't matter. But there's an umdana de muchach. It's as if a, a, he would have stipulated it mafurish. It's as if it would have been written in the shtar that I only meant for you to have it in the event that you're going to be married to my daughter. But if the man's daughter is not alive anymore, so based on that, this is not something he's going to be able to keep. But then Toysus continues. So Toysus, and then Rebbeinu Tam made another takana. Meaning he built on his plat. This is not a takana. This was a psak halacha based on a din, a gemara that he learned, albeit different than his Zayda Rashi. But says, Toysus, Rebbeinu Tam went and he made another takana. And this one had nothing to do with halacha. This was more based on hergish. Shafilu bal Even if the husband was muhsik. So this girl got married. She brought money into the marriage. The nudunya that she got from her father. And now the husband already has it. It's his. He's, he's living in the house. He's driving the car. It's his. She He has to return it. In the event that she dies within the first year of marriage. So nothing to do with That in the event that she dies during the first year, he should return it. But then Toysfa says mysteriously, was chayzer from from this takana. So what exactly was this takana of Rabbeinu Tam? Why was Rabbeinu Tam chayzer? And was this uh, a takana that was taken in place for such a brief period of time? It sounds like that from Toysus. It sounds like Rabbeinu Tam made a takana, and then suddenly he was chayzer from takana. So there's a lot of rest of the story. In fact, this is a very, very important halacha. It's something that comes up in many, many tshuvas from G'dayli Yisrael. It's something that's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. This tshuva is from Rabbi Kiva Eger, from the Noidib Yehuda, from the Chsam Soifer, etc., etc. Sometimes it's referenced. Sometimes there's full fleshiga tshuvas on this topic. And it's definitely something that's kedai for us to be a little bit more familiar with. And really, it begins with the Rabbeinu Tam in his Sefer Ayasha. So Rabbeinu Tam is in Sefer Ayasha. It's in Simen Tov Shin Peiches. Just read a few excerpts. Rabbeinu Tam says that the, the Rabbonim in France all got together and they made certain gzeros. And these gzeros that they put into effect, they put into effect with a very, very severe stringency. Listen to just one excerpt. V'gazru b'gzeros chamura. B'gzeros Yeshua benot. Sounds scary. U'b'sifrei Torah. B'gzeris bezdin ha'elyoin, u'b'gzeris bezdin ha'tachten. Kol nidre. Al kol noisei isha, any man that marries a woman. U'meisa b'toichu v'eich schoidish, and she dies within 12 months. B'loi v'lad shal kayama. Very important. She didn't have any children. Ad avur shnas nesuen. 
for that first year, she yachzer kol anedunya, he has to return the entire nedunya, v'tachshite yoisho, all the jewelry that she brought into the marriage, v'yarsheh, into her yarshem, oile noisnei hanedunya, or to the noisnei hanedunya. Then he goes through some fine print, and he explains some of these, these different halachas. Either way, Rabbeinu Tam said, he got together with different rabbonim in France, and they decided that they can institute this halacha, they felt very, very strongly about it, and they said that if any couple is married, there was nisu, and we have to get this klar, and during the first year of marriage, there was no children, like Yuvamis, there's no children, and during the first year of marriage, she dies, even if he's muhsik, he has to return it. Now, if he's not muhsik, Rabbeinu Tamshit is, anyways, it's something that he's going to, not like Rashi, but that's Rabbeinu Tamshit anyways, so Rabbeinu Tam didn't need a takana for that, for that he has dalocha, but the takana was that even if he's muhsik already, for the first year, he's going to have to return it. Says Rabbeinu Tam, we sent it to different Rabbanim, v'somchu b'davar, everybody was very besimcha, with this Psak Halacha. Vehechramnu. We made a cherem. That's a big word. In light of the sugis that we learned in Mesechtis Mike Cotton and more recently Mesechtis Yavamis and Acherem Drabbeinu Gershem. Right? Once you see the word cherem, could be it's a din raisa. So if you have a suffix in this Halacha, this chuvas that were written, could be you go to Chumra, I'll say it raisa. Could be it has the, the same toikiv as Acherem Drabbeinu Gershem. Now how would Rabbeinu Tam have a right to make a cherem? Had Rabbeinu Gershom have a right to make a cherem? It's a good kasha, related raid by. That's something that's kedai to revisit today. But the point is, is that the hechramnu, the gozarnu aleinu, we made a gzera, val kol anluvan aleinu, val zareinu, it's mamish hachem to Rabbeinu Gershom, kasha kosov lamailu, val yoshe tzarfas, mentions a few regions, the only one I recognize is Normandy. The yosh ve somach liyeshuvah malalu, v'chulu v'chulu, val zarem l'kayim gzerezu. Says the Rabbeinu Tam. V'roinu, I want to explain a little bit why we did did it the way we did it. We came up with a share of what? One year. And the reason is, He said, because I want to, where we were coming from with this Gzera was, is we felt that here you have a man who just gave all this money to his daughter. And it's true. There was an Asuan already, and it's true the Adam already has it, which based on the Ikra Allah, he has no ability to, to be able to take back. But at the same time, we felt bad for the, hus- the father. It's the Rahmanis. We Pajah felt bad for him. So we said like this for the first year, he's going to be thinking about the money that he gave, and it's something that's going to bother him. But we know that after Yud Beis Chaydish, people already start forgetting. Avelus is Yud Beis Chaydish. So we felt that after a year, and it's not something that we should have to worry about. And then Rabbi Tam, he concluded with a fascinating poster. He said, After I did this, I remembered something that it says in Teirus Kayanim. And I gave tremendous hoidot to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shezachinu kruyin because I realized that this takana actually got us out of one of the klolis in the Teichacha. Which one of the klolis? There's a pasik in Parshas Bechukhoisai. So the Teichacha is mentioned in the Torah twice. Once in Teirah's Koenim in Parshas Bechukhoisai and the second time in Mishnah Torah in Parshas Kisavai. And in Teirah's Koenim it says V'tam l'rik koichachem. There's a pasik that says V'tam l'rik koichachem. So what does this klola mean? So to Teirah's Koenim Yesh Adam Shamasi is bitai. Imagine a man, he marries off his daughter. And he gave his daughter a nudunya. It was a lot of money. And then the shiva didn't end. 
Until Rachmana Litzlan, his daughter, died. Nimtza, it's going to emerge that this person is Kaivar as Beitai. He's going to end up losing his daughter. He's going to end up losing all his money as well. And Rabbi Tam realized that because of this Takana that he made, he actually got Klai Yisrael away. He removed the Teichach. He removed one Klai. Because it's not true right now. Because if this Wataka happened, he would get the money back. So from the fact that Right now, there was this takana. So he said, Achrei came this guy. This wasn't the reason he did it. But Achrei came this guy. After he did it, he remembered. He says, Wow, there's a Torah sky in him. Venasati hoidola mokim. He said, He gave hoidola mokim. Shezachinu lotzeis. That we were zoichet to get out of this. Venasbasit. And he said, Gushem shiatzonim izoyis. Just like we were zoichet to get out of this klolo. Kachnetim yikol gzeris rois. We should be zoichet to get out of all the gzeris rois. Venasbasit toivish shmuiz vishalim al Yisrael. And we should be zoichet to only Shmuz Tavis Absurd is not the end of the raid by. But we should be Zaikha Tabsurus Tavis and Shmuz Tavis Al Yisrael. This is what Rabbeinu Tam said. Now it's fascinating because Taisfis says Rabbeinu Tam was Chaiser. Now we don't have the Chazara of Rabbeinu Tam, but Taisfis, the Bali Taisfis, they were all Tamidim and descendants of Rabbeinu Tam. So they were all made that Rabbeinu Tam was Chaiser. Why Rabbeinu Tam was Chaiser, we don't know. But there is something we do know. That even though Taisfis said Rabbeinu Tam was Chaiser, this Takana was put back into place. And it was put back into place by uh, a group of G'dayla that were in Germany. And it was actually one of the Takonois that are known in Psach as the Takonois Shum. So a little bit of history. After the Crusades, which took place, you know, in the beginning of the last millennia. So Klai Yisrael and just the whole Jewish nation was very tattered and scattered. And there were a lot of, a lot of chizik that was necessary. So in the late 1100s, a lot of Rabbanim got together and they decided they're going to make a big Knesia. So think of the Knesia Agdoyla 1923, which launched Dafyoyimi. So Mi'inyin Le'inyin Ba'isa Inyin, there was a very, very big Takana that was made, and there were representatives of the cities of Shum. Shum is Rosh Tevis for Shapiro, Varmaiza, and Magensa. In English, Spire, Worms, and Mains. And Rabbanim got together and they made a whole bunch of different Takanas. Some were related to Dinah Mominus, others were related to Isabel and there were a whole bunch of different Takanas that were really looking to just be Mechazic the situation, whatever was necessary at at that time. Now, a lot of the Takanas were meant for that generation because of what was happening, but a lot of them were meant for future generations as well. Some of them are Halochel Maisa, literally, Ad The most famous of all the Takanas shown, and sometimes it's actually mentioned and expressed, B'divrei Chazal, as Stam Takon Hashom, was this Takana right here. They brought back the Psach of Rabbeinu Tam. This idea that Rabbeinu Tam had written in his Sefer Yashar, that Toysus brings in Ksubis, even though Rabbeinu Tam himself was Chayzer, but it was brought back. And when they brought it back, they actually added a Knech. They said that Rabbeinu Tam had originally paskened that this is going to be in effect for one year. It's going to be for Yud Beis Chaydish. They added another six months. And they said as follows, that for the first year, in the event that the woman dies, even if the husband was already muhsik in the home of so he's going to have to give back the Dunya. For the next six months, meaning from month 13 through 18, for the next six months, in the event that the woman dies, he's going to have to give back chatzin in the dunya, half of the dunya. And this was all the takon nashok. Now it's interesting because to us this seems like, is this really so? Apparently this was shriach. And it was a very, very big deal. And that's why such a big deal was made about it. 
unfortunately, it's, it's insightful into what things were like at the time. But the reality is, is this was something that was shriach. And as a result, they brought back the takana of Rabbeinu Tam. And not only did they bring back the takana of Rabbeinu Tam, but they were actually moisif on it. Now, this takana, which is known as the takana shum, Shapiro Varmaiza and Magensa, right, this kinnis about these uh, kehilois. But this, this takana shum is brought down in Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah, in Evan Ezer, it's in Simen Nun Beis Nun Gimel. So if you've never seen it, there's actually one Simen in Shulchan Aruch, it's called Simen Nun Beis slash Nun Gimel. It's one Simen, and it's Simen Nun Beis Nun Gimel. There's a very, very long Ramah. It's in Siv Cotton Dalit. Very long, and in that long of cotton, the Ramah brings the Takana Shom, he brings all the halach. I'll just read one excerpt. The father already gave the Nadunya. If she dies, or if he dies, that's a whole different discussion. Everything goes back. If she dies during the second year, half of the Nadunya is going to go back. This is the minig the Ramaz already talking several hundred years later. And then there's some fine print that you have to see. But the bottom line, and there's nice kale, and there's beish shmuls, and there's chalkus machaykiks, and there's long berhetes and pischei chuvas. This is a ganze sifkot and shulchan aruch, all related to this takana shum, which was Rabbi Tam's original takana that Tosis quotes in Ksubas Dabem Zayin, and then eventually there was the addition of the takana shum of all these different chachamim where they added to it. So as Relates to that takana shum. Just want to mention two artists just to get a little feel for it. Best Hashem, future dates, we'll talk more about it. But just to get a little bit of a tam from the takana shum. One Avni Maluan and one Chasam Soifer, both short. But just again, just to get a tam. The halacha is that if a married woman dies, her husband Yarshins her, right? Bal But only Lachan Asuan, not Lachar Erisin. So if an Arusa dies, the husband doesn't Yarshin. If an Asua dies, then the husband does Yarshin. Pashtis, Yerusha Sabal is the Rabban, it's a, it's a Suya and Shas, and not the Yerusha. But an Arusa that dies, there's no Yerusha. An Asua that dies, the husband does Yarshin. What happens if a woman says, I'm getting married, but I don't want, I don't want my husband to... To Yarshin me. So it's a sugya and parakakaisiv. This is a, an idea that comes up. Machlik is Ram. I'm right, but exactly how this works. But what we need to know is this. There's a punchline. What we need to know is in Arusa could say that. In Arusa could say, I don't want you to Yarshin me. Meaning, Lachan Asuin. If she dies, Lachan Asuin, when the husband would have a schus Yerusha, I don't want you to Yarshin. But once the Nasuin happened already, at that point, she can't say this anymore. Because once you're in the matzav of Nasuin, you're in that kufa, where in the event that she would die, the husband would have the Yerusha. So at that point, she can't be Masalik herself anymore from the Dine Yerusha. Claire Davni Meluim in Simen Tzadik Beis, what would be La'achar Takonas Shum? Now that we have the Takon of Rabbeinu Tan, if a woman during the first year, during the first year of her marriage, Shishona Rishona, La'achar Nesuin, if she says, I don't want you to, to Yarshimeh, does she have an ability to be Masalik or does she not? On the one hand, it's Lachan Asuin. And the halach is, it's a Mephurish Rambam, that Lachan Asuin, she can't be Masalik herself. But what happens if she dies during that first year? Assuming there's no children, so then it's the Takon of Rabbeinu Tam, the Takon Ashum, the halach is, is that he's anyways not going to Yarshan the husband, because it's going to go back to her father. So being that it's going to go back to her father, that Nadunya, could she be Masalik? Do we look at it as a Shas Erisin, or do we look at it as a Shas Nasuin? What's 
the Shaila? The Shaila is in Lumdis. What was the Takana Shon? Right? Everything comes down to Lumdis. So, what was the Lumdis? It's a nice story, but what's the Lumdis? What's the Lumdis of the Takana Shon? Meaning, the Chachamim said that even though Mi'ikaradin, a husband, Yarshin's his wife. So if she died during the first year, well, he keeps to the dunya. The Shrek gave it to him, even if it's hers, he yarshened it. So it's Pashat, he gets up in Yerusha. Kuntzigein Rabbeinu Tam, and the Chachmei Tzarfas, and all the Rabbanim in Germany, and they made this grace at Akonashom. Mechtesa, you're going against Gemaras. How do you have right to do that? So what's the short answer? Hefker, Bezdan, Hefker, right? That's the short answer. Bezdan has a right to do things like this. But Avni Malum declared, what's the gedder, what's the lumdus of the Hefker Bezdan? Was the Hefker Bezdan, they said, that even though really a husband's supposed to yash and his wife, over here there's going to be no Yerusha. The gedder of the Hefker Bezdan, Hefker was, they were Masalik, the Tzchus Yerusha. Or not, the Yerusha is a Yerusha. And really, he yarshins it. But they said that even though you yarshin it, now you have an obligation to go ahead and to return it. So we know this Hefke Bezdin Hefke, and we know he's going to have to put it all together and send it back to the Shvet. That we understand. But the question is, is what's together? What part of this did the Chachamim Chapel with when they instituted and they implemented the Hefke Bezdin Hefke? Did they say Hefke Bezdin Hefke, so there's no Yerusha at all? Or did they say Hefke Bezdin Hefke, that there is Yerusha, but after Yarshin, you're going to have to return it? Zoktav Nimelum, this is the Nafkemina. If together is, is that they were Masalik, they were Mafkia through Hefke Bezdin Hefke, the whole Schus Yerusha. So it comes out, even though there's Nesuin, it's as if it, there's really Erisin. Because right now it's as man with this man, it's not going to Yarshin. It's only based on Takonashon, but at the end of the day, he's not Yarshin. So then the halacha would be just like an Arusa could say no Yerusha, she could also say no Yerusha. If together is, is that really he does Yarshin? He's going to have to give it back. Then the Avnimalum says, so then it, it is a Shastasun. If it's a Shastasun, she wouldn't be able to be Masalik herself. It's so just a little bit of lumdis as it relates to the Takonashon. Very interesting. Another very interesting. Ha'ara, as it relates to the Takana Shom. And that is, there's a very, very famous Chuvis Chsam Soifer that discusses the Takana Shom. Now, this Chsam Soifer is not famous because of his discussion of the Takana Shom, but like so many of Chuvis of Gedoli Yisrael, there's so many different aspects to it that you notice, you know, depending on what's on your mind at that given moment. But, you know, so many of these Chuvis have Kola Kula Regalachas inside of them. So this Chuva from the Chsam Soifer was in Evan Ezra Simon Kofiotas. We'll see in a moment why we've all probably heard of this Chuva in the past. But the Iker of the Chuva was actually discussing the Takonashon. And the discussion was, Rabbeinu Tam made it very clear in the Sefer Ayasha that when he implemented the original Takana, he did it for a year. And the reason he did it for a year is because he felt that really his impetus was is he felt bad for the father. The father gave away all this money. Nebuchadnezzar is going to be very tzibrachan about it. And as a result, he said that we know Yudbeis Chaydish is, is usually this man of uh, Sheikha. Once Yudbeis Chaydish passes, he's not so afraid anymore. He's not so worried. And therefore, he implemented it for Yudbeis Chaydish. So there's a truth from the Shvus Yaakov and other Kadmonim that discuss what would be if it's an Ibiyar? What would be if the year has a 13th month? And the girl died, but during the Ibiyah, during the other days, proverbially speaking. So what would be the halacha then? Would you have the takana shum, or would you not have the takana shum? So the Shosiakim said it's posh to him that if she would die during the 13th month, well, you wouldn't have the halacha of takana shum. Because Zilbasa Taima, Rabbeinu Tam was very, very clear. Rabbeinu Tam said that Ro'inu, we, we, we worked and we, we felt that this should be the Zman, based on what? Based on the notion that 
Yud Beis Chaydesh. Okay, so it's Yud Beis Chaydesh past. It's in a B.O. We don't do it anything. At the end of the day, Yud Beis Chaydesh is Yud Beis Chaydesh. But the Chassam Soifer was Chaylik. The Chassam Soifer said something beautiful. He said that I don't want to be Dairish time of the Kra. But it could be you could be Dairish time of the Kra. He said this that you find the Indian of a Shana. He was talking about Batiari Chayma, Ayin Shana. But the point is, he says this idea of Avelos, let's talk about Avelos, of Yud Beis Chaydesh, it's because the Bishana in a year, Yesh Hekif Shal Kol A year has a Hekif of all the different days. You may Simcha, a year is made up of 12 months and 52 weeks and 354 or 365 days. But really, every day is different. Every day is unique. Of this parasha. And this is Erev this. And this is Matzah that. And this is related to this. And that's related to that. Every single day is unique. And the Indian says the Chsam Soifer of... Ashana is it has hekif kalayamin. It it incorporates everything. As it relates to Avelus, it incorporates the Avelus of, of all the different manim. So says the Khsam Soifim, when a year passes and the hekif kalasmanim passes, so at that point he's he's passed. He has something that he's missing in his life. Never a, a loved one passed away. So this day comes. And he's thinking, and that day comes, and he's thinking, and then this comes, and she's thinking. But what the heck if Kalayomen passes, at that point, So when you have an Ibiyar, being that then the heck of Kalayomen, the heck of Kalazmanim takes not 12 months, 13 months, so he's not going to be Moitzimiliboy this thing until the end of the 13th month, not the 12th month. And he says, Alderich Marshall. Uh, an exaggerated marshal, but listen to his marshal. In Kosla Yud Beis Chodesh Rish Chodesh Adasheni. Let's say the Yud Beis Chodesh would end Rish Chodesh Adasheni. Mikamakim Kshiagia Purim Orishon. When the first Purim comes, this person that's mourning Yisker is going to remember the Yisatzev. He's going to mourn. This is the first Purim that he's not together with this person. The Chaim Bechalinyan, and this is going to be true Bechalinyan, but like Kashan Midi Kushes Shvos And if that's the case, it's a rough the time of the Shvos Yakiv. Shvos Yakiv said that Shikchos Yud Beis Chodesh. So morning and Avelis and all these in Yonam is Yud Beis Chodesh. It's true it's Yud Beis Chodesh. That's because Stam Shon is Yud Beis Chodesh. But it's not Yud Beis What's the word of Yud Beis Chodesh? Right? Let's think about this. Yud Beis Chodesh, 12 months? That's what it is. It's like a shear. Arbon saw for a mikvah and there's Esrim Amma for a sukkah and then there's Yud Beis Chodesh of Shikha. So it's Hek of Kalayomim. That's what it is. It's not just a shear Ba'alma. It's Hek of Kalayomim. And the Hek of Kalayomim comes from the totality, from the unit of a Shana. And if the year is made up of 12 months, then you're right. It's going to be Yud Beis Chodesh. What if the year is made up of 13 months? Then it's not going to be Yud Beis Chodesh. Then it's going to be Yud Gimel Chodesh. So Sadiq Sam Soifer, Rabbeinu Tam was so mefurish in his... Peace, that it's all about why, how much time it's going to take for a person to be mighty the Hefsin Miliboy. And being that it's all about how long it's going to take to be mighty the Hefsin Miliboy. So that's Nayud Beis Chaydesh. That's Hek of Kalayomim. And if there's going to be an Ibiyar and the person dies during the 13th month, this is the Kaya Chayirah, the Chsam Soifer. He held that Allah is, you're going to have the Psak Allah of, of Rabbeinu Tam, you're going to have the Takan Hashum, and he's going to have to return everything. Aye, it's already more than Yud Beis Chaydesh, but it's based on his Svarah, it's based on his Svarah of Hek of Kalayomim. Why is this a famous Chassam Soifer? Not because of Takan Hashem, but because of something else. Because in this shtickle, the Chassam Soifer asks Akasha, we know there's a mitzvah sasei raisa to remember what Amalek did. Zachar is asha asa l'cha Amalek, b'derech b'tzei ischem mitzvah. It's a mitzvah dairaisa. How we make the mitzvah? 
when we read from the Sefer Torah, Parsha Zohar. Now, you can ask Akasha, once a year you read from Parsha Zohar, you're making the mitzvah of Zohar. You shouldn't have to do it every day. Right? Some people read the Sheish Schiris every day. So you should have to do it every day. It's a mitzvah of Zohar. You should have to do it every day. What's the Teretz? The Pash the Teretz is, is because when a person remembers something, usually it stays in his mind for Yud Beis Chaydesh. So being that it stays in his mind for Yud Beis Chaydesh, so it's for that reason, it's going to be fine. I have a big problem. Every Ibiyar, Hayu Yoytza, Parsha Zachar, you lay in Parsha Zachar. You're not laying it again for 13 months. Yud Beis Chaydesh already passed. So if Yud Beis Chaydesh already passed, you don't have the Svar anymore that it doesn't leave your Zikar and your memory for Yud Beis Chaydesh. So how are you going to be becoming the Mitzvah Parsha Zachar? So the Chsam Soifah says it's an Eitzah. You know what the Eitzah is? It could be Yoytza with Parsha's Kiseitzah. Parsha's Kiseitzah, Mafter, it's coming up. So then, when you're going to read the Mafter of Parsha's Kiseitzah, you'll be Mechaven to be Yoytza in the Kriya Satoiro of... Zohar, and we once spoke out a tshuva from the Heart Sphere when we learned the Sugis of Kriya Satoira and Mesachtas Megillah. What happens if someone's listening to Parshas Kiseitzei, the Balkaira doesn't know to be moitzi him with the Kriya of Zohar. Could he be Yoitzah if he has a mind to be Yoitzah or not? Goes into the Lundus of Kriya Satoira, is it Shemeh Ka'ina or not? Vadvar Matikim. But the point is, there's an Eitzah. The Eitzah would be to be Yoitzah with Parshas Kiseitzei. But I still have a problem with that because the Gemara says in Mesachtas Megillah that in Marav and Eretz Yisrael, they used to finish Kriya Satoira. How long was the cycle? It wasn't from Simchas Torah to Simchas Torah, but it was. It used to take three years for them to finish. So it comes that they didn't read Parshas Kiseitzei every year. If they didn't read Parshas Kiseitzei every year, so what happens if you had a Shonamu Beres that coincides with one of the three years or two of the three years in Marava when they're not reading from Parshas Kiseitzei? How are you going to be Yitzah then? Zochtech Sam you have to say what I'm saying. They ain't That the reason nobody ever was Ma'ir on this Indian, it's because it's not a Kasha because this that we say that it takes. Yud Beis Chodesh, it's not Yud Beis Chodesh, it's Hekif Kalayomim. And being that it's Hekif Kalayomim, if a year is Yud Beis Chodesh, then it's going to be Yud Beis Chodesh. What if the year is 13 months because of uh, a Shana Mubaris? Then other Rabbi, it's going to be 13 months. This is the Chsam Soifer. Agav, we spoke about this in the past, not for now, but it is Kedai to mention that. The Welt says over from the Ram Shik that the Ram Shik had a Kabbalah from his Rebbe, the Chsam Soifer, that the Ram Shik said that if it's a Shana Muberis, you have to give a clap and you have to say the Oivim should have a mind to be Yoitza with the Kriya Satayra Parshas Kiseitse. Why? Because otherwise they're not going to be Yoitza, your mitzvah. Now, this that the Welt says over from the Ram Shik is actually Mefurish in the Ram Shik. It's in the Ram Shik Sefer that he wrote on, in, on the Tariyak Mitzvah. It's a, a classic work. It's a Mitzvah, Tov Reish Hey. I'll read it to you inside. He says, Pam Achas, Shal Harav, Moshe Meir Chodosh, Sha'achakach, Nasa Le'eretz HaKodesh. So there was a year, his name was Moshe from Meir Chodosh, and he, he eventually he went to Eretz HaKodesh, like a lot of the Talmudim of the Chsam Soifer did. And he asked this question to the Chsam Soifer. The Kach Roy Lanu Lasis and the Chsam Soifer said that's what you should do. So it's interesting. This is the Chsam Soifer's grace Chiddush that he said in Eben Ezra Simin Kufiotes Halacha. Maybe not so much Halacha Lamaisa, but either way, this is a, another fascinating sidebar that comes along with this whole topic of the Takana Show. But either way, we're learning Subestaf and Zayin. We're learning an intense Daf and tucked away in this Daf. Is a, a Toysfis, where Toysfis brings a Takana from Rabbeinu Tam, a Takana that Rabbeinu Tam was Choyzer from. Yet it launched what would become known as the most famous of the Takana Shum that were instituted already in the late 12th century, 
early 13th century. Takonis that would become brought down in Shulchan Aruch in Simen Nun Beis Nun Gimel. That's one Simen. It's Simen Nun Beis Nun Gimel. Incidentally, it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch in Simen Kuf Yudches as well. There's so many interesting nuances and all the different technical shailas as it relates to this. Chuvas that were written by Gedoyle Gedoyle Yisrael. And again, you could see where the Takana Shum can launch into some really, really Gishmak raid. But there's a well-known very, very fascinating postscript to this whole Indian. And that is, we know that Rabbeinu Tam was known as Rabbeinu Tam. What was Rabbeinu Tam's name? His name was Yaakov. Rabbeinu Yaakov. So why was he known as Rabbeinu Tam? So the Pashim Shad is, is because Yaakov was an Ishtam. Yosheva Holland. Yaakov Avinu was an Ishtam. And because he was an Ishtam, and Rabbeinu Tam was Mamish, he was Me'en Shufri the Yaakov Avinu. And as a result, Rabbeinu Tam whose name was Yaakov, Rabbeinu Yaakov, would become known as Rabbeinu Yaakov Ishtam. It's Kedai, just to appreciate a little bit who Rabbeinu Tam was. So just two excerpts, two divrei shvach that were said about Rabbeinu Tam. One is from the Rivash. Listen to this Lashen. The Rivash writes, it's one of his tshuvas, it's in tshuva Shin Tzadik Dalet. Quote, From the Chesimah Satalbet, from Ravina and Ravashi, this is almost a thousand years earlier. So from the Chesimah Talmud, there was no one that was as great as Rabbeinu Tam in Pilpul. The Talmud Aruch Befiv Veshagur. The Talmud was Aruch, like the Shulchan Aruch, it was Shagur Befiv. He was a Sinai V'Oikar Harim, V'Toychan on Zebezat. He was both. He was Rabbi and Rav Yosef, right? He was Rav Sheishes and Rav Chizda. He was the Sinai and Oikar Harim, V'Toychan on Zebezat. Mi Pilpul V'Oimek Sichloi V'Roichav Binasoi Kol Chacham Lev Hengar Yagor. Any Chacham Lev that would talk to Rabbeinu Tam and learning, he would posh it, he would be Tzitresolt. Why? Because he was so afraid of his Pilpul and Oimek Sichloi. Rav Guvre, he was as great, says the Rivosh Kashiltis, like Rabbi Choy Goyen, one of the Goyenim. U Pal Hilches Gedoyles. He was as great as the Bahag. V'Rabbeinu Chanano. He was as great as Rabbeinu Chanano. V'Rashi. And like Rashi. V'Hu Ke'echel Mehem. He was mamish like one of them. The Ulai, here's the punchline. Yoyser B'charifos U'Bekiyas. Maybe Rabbeinu Tam was bigger than the Rabbi Choygoin and the Bahag and Rabbeinu Chanano and Rashi in Charifos U'Bekiyas. L'fi Mashenirim Mashachidosh B'Tam. I'm basing this what I saw Rabbeinu Tam was Mechadosh. The Chedushim of Rabbeinu Tam and Shas, in terms of Charifos and Bekiyas, it makes me believe that Ulai, Right, this is you know Chaim Velashen famously said about the Vilna Goyin Ulai Karajba Ulai Karamban whatever the right Nosach is. But the bottom line is for Ulai, it could be he was Yosef Becharifus of Bekiyos, then the Sheiltes, then the Bahag, then Rabbeinu Chananel and Rashi. The whole Chachmi Yisrael had in Tzoyim Hayoy said the Rivosh all the Chachmi Yisrael that are alive today. Kulam keklipas Hashum. The mamish like the klipa of garlic. Uke gargur shumshum like a sesame seed. Neged echad mitalmid of aktanim compared to the cotton shabakulam. Right, the Rabbi Yechonim and Zakai of Rabbeinu Tam. Kalvachaymer to the Gadol shabakulam and Kalvachaymer to the Rebbe Rabbeinu Tam. This is what the Rivosh said about Rabbeinu Tam. One other excerpt: the Yamshol Shloima, the Marshal. Not a Rishon, but a, a, a very, very early Achim. He said, Matsasi Bechubas Arash. I found the Chubas Arash across. No one knows what this Rosh is, but the Yamshul Shlemeh had a Chubas Arash. A lot of raid about Chubas Arash in, zen- in general, the Basam and Rosh, but also the Inkamakoyma. But he says, Matsasi Bechubas Arash. Shall Ishra Moshe Bar Maimon, the Rambam. Godol Hoyim Oid Bechalachachmois. He was a Godol, not just a Chachmas Atayr, Bechalachachmas. Mikomaka. Kishu Choylikim Rabbeinu Tam Veri. But if he ever argues with Rabbeinu Tam and the Ri, 
the Ri is the Ri Azokin, who was Rabbeinu Tam's nephew. He was Rashi's great-grandson. Rabbeinu Tam was, Rashi only had daughters, and Rabbeinu Tam was one of Rashi's daughter's sons, and Rabbeinu Tam, I believe, had a sister who had a son, the Ri Azokin. But either way, so if the Rambam argues with Rabbeinu Tam, the Ri Shaloy Lushmoyeh you shouldn't listen to him. Elo Leilich Achri Bali You should go after the two Bali Toysvis. Ki Kabola Biyode, the Rosh Hanam Esoyro, Shir Rabbeinu Tam, the Ri Hatsarfasim, Rabbeinu Tam and the Ri, they were both French. Hayu Gedoyim Bechachmu Beminyan Yosem in Arama. They were greater than the Rambam. So you want to know who Rabbeinu Tam was. Rabbeinu Tam, the Rivach said, was Rav Guvrek Asher Ultis Ubahag. The Amshel Shleimer brings this in the Haktama to the Amshel Shleimer. It's a famous fiery Haktama that the Amshel Shleimer wrote. I ain't sure. But the, the Amshel Shleimer, one of the things he writes there is, is that Rabbein, he had a Kabbalah, Rabbein Tam was greater than the Ram. But either way, it just gives us a little bit of an idea of who Rabbein Tam was. So why was Rabbein Tam called Rabbein Tam? Why Tam? So his name was Yaakov. So Rabbein Tam's name wouldn't have been Yaakov. probably wouldn't have been called Rabbein Tam. It was also, Rabbein Tam was... Mamish like Yaakov Avinu, who was an Ishtam Yosheva Holland. But in the 19th century, there was a, a Yid. His name was Rabbi Yaakov David Biederman. He put a lot of koiches into reprinting the Teres Kayanim. And he reprinted the Teres Kayanim, I believe it was in the year Tafresh Yudalad, in the year 1854. And in the back of a lot of the Teres Kayanims, they have like 30 pages of Agois that come from this, this Yid. Chedushe Hagrid, I think it's called, on the Teres Kayanim. But either way, he wrote, he wrote a pirish on the Teres Kayanim. And he writes in his pirish that in Chodesh Iyar, which is Be'erich Parshas Bechukhoisa, he had a dream. And in the dream, it was Neskala to him that the reason Rabbeinu Tam became known as Rabbeinu Tam was because of this Takana. It was because of the Takana Shum. Because Rabbeinu Tam himself wrote in his Sefer Ayosha that after he made this Takana, I remembered that one of the clothes in the Toichel is Vitam Lyric Koichachem. And I thought that this takana that I made was oiker that klala. Because what was the klala? The klala was a man marries off his daughter, he gives a nod and his daughter dies and he loses the nod too. So he ends up losing his daughter and he loses the nod. But by going ahead and making the takana shom, so he removed the vetam l'rikoychachem. And this year it was moist enough to reprint the Torah's kayanim. He said, I, got, I, was, I received the matana. The matana came to me in a chaloim. And the chaloim was that the reason Rabbeinu Tam was zoicha to be known as Rabbeinu Tam. Yeah, it could be the Pashim Shadis, V'yakavish Tam Yoshev Aholim. But there was a Tam Pnimi as well, like the guy always says. There's always the Tam Nigla and the Tam Nistar. There was a Tam Nistar. And the Tam Nistar was because Rabbeinu Tam with his grace of takana. That Toysvist quotes right here in Perich, Nairish and Espatata. It removed that that klola of etam lirikaychachem, and it was a huge deal. It's hard for us to deherit, but it was a huge deal. Venosati hoydal lemakoim shezachinu lotzeis miyos kriyim letaychachos. That I gave hoydal akadosh baruch that we were able to get out. I thought that's the reason. That's the reason that he was zoicha to be known as Rabbeinu Tam, and we should talk about zoicha to the last line in this piece in Sefer Ayosha in Tavshim Peches. Geshem sheyotzonu mizoyis kachneitze mikol gzeiros roys venespaser toivoy shmuos v'sholem al Yisrael.